Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Welcome to Barbecue Nation with JT and Leanne After Hours, the conversation that continued after the show was done. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome <laughs> welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. Um, normally we talk a lot of stuff about outdoor cooking and barbecue, but this month of December we're also talking a lot about Christmas, as we always do. And, of course, we've got Graham Kerr with us, Galloping Gourmet, <clears throat> longtime friend, mentor, and um, you should, if you haven't listened to the full show yet, uh, you should, because there's some great ideas. I had never thought about using a rolling pin on sugar, on, on granulated sugar. So I, I'm going to okay. try that. I'm going to try that. Like yeah. that. Okay. You told us a bit about growing up and being in a hotel on that, but later on in life when things were a little more uh, developed in your life as far as a wife and kids and all that. What, what do you think your best Christmas present has ever been? <laughs> That's boy, boy, boy. Okay. Yes. All right. And it was given to me by my parents and as I told you before, I never had a wrapped present. I, there was no, there was no Christmas tree that uh, that were presents under. So I would be given something of some size and moment. And this was a bicycle, um, and it was a bicycle made in England uh, by one of the very first bicycle manufacturers in the whole world. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry that I can't remember the name of it at the moment. I normally can. And no, it was a British racing green, and it had uh, gold stripes that were imprinted on it, you know, to accent its quality. It had white wall tires. Um, and um, I got on this thing. I was used to riding a bicycle. And I took it out on Route 22, which goes through Sussex in England and goes down through the, um, the, the forest, which is, lies alongside where the hotel was. And, <clears throat> and there, it was sunny day and the, the shafts of light were coming through the old oak trees on both sides like a cathedral and and this these wonderful dappled um, um, spears of light as i was going freewheeling down through this light nothing else on the road at that time of day that i was doing it and i was singing lustily on the top of my voice by the way i was about 14 um, I was 14. Uh, um, I was singing, 
Katrina, that was my wife's name, and she had escaped from England, and I hadn't seen her since she was 12. So it was two years gap, and yet I was still singing about my first girlfriend. I was saying, Trina, 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 I will love you always. And to, to that song, but always, you know. Um, right. And and um, and I was, and I remember on that beautiful bicycle with that beautiful day with this lovely thought of the young person that I'd fallen in love with, that gets to be collectively just flat out gorgeous of experience. How's that? That's good. That's good. Okay, Leanne, top that. I can't. I just can't. But I do remember when my sister and I got little transistor radios, and I thought we sat there all night long and listened to those little radios. And that's a very memorable gift I remember receiving. And I think about technology today and how different, I mean, how, how much it's, it's changed, but that was, that was a big deal for me to get a little transistor radio. And we were (laughs) Yeah. I bet you know, it was. We still laugh about it. <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. That's um I got a um a puppy one time. Oh, uh oh, yes, I I could have said that too. Yes. Yeah. And they, yeah. they she was very small. We called her Jingles because they actually put her in my Christmas sock when I wasn't looking. She wasn't in oh, there for more no. than a, a minute. But they, my dad had her upstairs and he brought her down and they said, Jeff, go look in your Christmas sock. And I did. And here was this little puppy hanging out of the, of the sock and she was there (laughs) and uh, what a cute little dog she was. And um, she would became my pal and all that. But uh, I just remember that that was probably, I mean, you know, I got, socks um as i think we all did my mom was a very uh functional gift giver uh yeah. so i got socks and and clothes and and off and on in that but i always remember that puppy and in fact i have a picture of me somewhere holding jingles and she was just well now she would just fit in my hands you know but i was small so i oh, had her up here yeah. like that she was really good um how <laughs> How Graham, how does your Christmas go? Meaning, like, do you celebrate on Christmas Eve? Do you celebrate on Christmas morning? Do you what what happens in Graham's house around Christmas? At the moment, or you know, traditionally. Um at the moment it I'm I'm a widower, so I'm on my own. I have a marvelous apartment and um, um, sharing my life with one other neighbor at the present moment. And so it's really, it's really to be able to find a gift. And uh, the gift is always given on Christmas morning, not Christmas evening. Um, and, um, it's, there's breakfast, um, first of all, and then the unwrapping of the gifts, um, and on the Christmas day and the sharing and the experience. We also like to tell stories, um, uh, around the family, um, at, at Christmas. And after the gifts have been given, then we unwrap the stories. 
Um, and everybody has a story of some kind out of their life the year before. What's in your Christmas breakfast? I'll, 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 I'll tell you, growing up on the farm, <clears throat> um, I had a, I have a nephew who was born on Christmas Eve. And I always kind of felt bad for the kid because they, you never knew if he was getting something for Christmas or his birthday, but we always, <laughs> right, he, right. he lived with us for quite a while. Um, but his favorite thing was my mother's chicken biscuits and gravy. So that became the traditional, and this would have been 50 years ago, uh, Christmas breakfast and the crowd that left on Christmas Eve came back for breakfast and they would have chicken biscuits and gravy. Um, and that was kind of our traditional. Now we've changed that as I got married and started my own family and that we kind of have a, um, uh, um, like we make almond croissants or something like that. Yes. For, for that. And uh, because we always have a, a larger meal later on Christmas Day, we don't try to weigh it down too much on on in the morning for breakfast. But we have croissants and fruit and and that type of thing. And then we will go like you uh, do some presents, do some stories. And then dad's got to go back to the kitchen and do his Christmas dinner thing. Right. So, Leanne, what about you? Uh, we're allowed to open one present on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we always have lasagna. I'm Italian, so we have to have lasagna. Then in the morning, we always open presents first. And then we always, always eat eggs Benedict. <laughs> oh, that's marvelous. <laughs> that's our Christmas Day breakfast. Yes. Yeah, that's that's really marvelous. I love eggs Benedict, by the way. And then if there's football on, we watch football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we like playing board games, too, on Christmas Eve, like Ruma Cube and Risk. I mean, we'll get into some serious board games. That's always been a family tradition. I think after what Graham said earlier, I'm going to uh, send him a board game for Christmas because he said he never got to play board well, games. Mm -hmm. that, that would be interesting. Uh, I'm, I really would be um, amazed at that. Um, <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we'll you. start. We'll start you off with something easy like Monopoly, something like that. Yeah, that that's a fun game like that. Oh, so let, I played Monopoly. I played Monopoly once, and I wanted to get out of the game so quickly that I in I turned all my hotels into mission centers and lent lent all of my money to other people free of charge, and uh, <laughs> that'll get you I out. out quickly. That'll yeah. get you out quickly. <clears throat> Do you think that um, this is this isn't about food, uh, but do you think over the last, well, let's say 40 years, 50 years or so, uh, we've become more uh, materialistic on Christmas? I mean, my God, you know, Black Friday is now the third Thursday in July when they start advertising Christmas on <laughs> yeah. television, you know, that, that yeah. bugs me because uh, I think there's a season and a time for everything. That's just my opinion. But uh, when I see Christmas stuff in the stores prior to Halloween, I, I, I think we've lost what it's all about. 
Well, my friend, you have to look at the cause and effect. And we have a certain lifestyle expectation out of being Americans. And that comes from the fact that we have government, which is skimming off um, the tax that, that comes, local government as well as national government. And, and um, we, our purchasing power that we each individually have and, and, and go in, along with is what causes us to have this rich whipped cream topping that we have in our culture. And it's, we use that topping um, for all kinds of things that we think are our entitlement. Um, but frankly, it all comes from the fact that we market brilliantly to each other um, and and just keep on doing it. And that's mm -hmm. the way that we live our lives. But I'm not sure that it develops into the kind of um, love of family and love of each other. I think it, it, it eventually degrades that into... Mm -hmm. Uh, in, into the worship of stuff. Yeah. And, and, but I don't have an answer to that because to stop that would be to clean off the whipped cream. And I'm not sure that we can do that anymore. So I think we're stuck with it. Mm, probably. Leanne? I, I agree with what he's saying. Um, I will say that I have fallen into the trap and, you know, I like to buy really nice gifts for my family, not just because, oh, they, you know, I bought them something expensive or whatever, but it's because it brings them joy. And I see the expression on their face. Like my mom, I always have a, a zinger for every year and I get that snapshot of her crying, holding whatever it is. So it's yeah. more out of the expression and the happiness that the person, you know, yes. receiving the gift that that's what, you know, that's what does it for me. Well, I miss yep. green. I miss green stamps is what I miss. <clears throat> green stamps. Did you ever have you green, green stamps? Yeah. Well, you used to. Aren't they like at the AMP or something? The AMP grocery store or something? Well, when you had pretty much anywhere, know. when you bought groceries. When oh, you and bought... you had little booklets, right? Yes. Like little booklets. Yeah. Yeah. And then you turned the booklets in for bicycles, yeah. drums, radios, whatever, you know, like that. Oh I miss gosh, green yeah. stamps. We had a whole drawer full of them when I was a kid. And um, several times a year, my mom would bring the drawer out and kind of dump it on the table and we'd fill out all the books and your tongue tasted like glue, uh, <laughs> you know, and finally oh, we got funny. smart and used a sponge, but we would, uh, we would do that. <clears throat> if somebody, <laughs> If somebody was having their first uh, <laughs> Christmas Day uh, meal, their first time, maybe they're recently married, maybe they uh, it's fallen to them, yeah. and uh, maybe they don't want to do all the traditions; they want to start their own traditions. But how oh. should people? How should people look at that? Uh, Graham, and maybe throw in a couple of suggestions of semi-easy things for them to prepare. 
Sure. Well, um, especially if you were somebody like Leanne with an, an Italian background, um, I think um, uh, I love tortellini. Um, and they're so very easy to fix, and they're always available at this time of year, especially the green, the, the green tinted, the spinach tinted ones. Um, <clears throat> I would get a, a an ordinary chicken breast, and I'd get a slight the round, um, thin slices of mozzarella cheese, um, which you can easily find. Drape that cook cook the chicken breast when it's cooked cover it with a slice of mozzarella cheese, get some two little pieces of um, anchovy fillets and lay those across in a cross shape over the top and sprinkle a few capers on the top of that. Now, it looks really good. Um, uh, you can dust it with a little paprika for color and a little parsley if you like. Or you could have brought, put it under a broiler and, and blister it um, on the top. But tortellini with that chicken breast with the mozzarella mm -hmm. cheese and, the, and it's so many different um, textures and, mm -hmm. and it's very Christmassy looking presentation at this point. Um, I, I, I would do, and that's really easy to do. That's that. That's not a complicated. There's not a lot it, of a anchovy fans out there, though. I mean, you could do it with prosciutto or something like that. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now you yeah, gave me a absolutely. You gave me a suggestion one time, and I actually did it on one of the shows where I took a pound cake. Gosh, excuse me. Um, I took a pound cake and I sliced it about. Four times uh, lengthwise. Um, and okay. then I filled each one up with, uh, um, I'm trying to remember how I did this, but I did it with whipped cream and strawberries, mm -hmm. uh, I think was your suggestion. And then I made a, a kind of a chocolate caramel drizzle and put it across the top. It was a very easy thing to do. And it looked yeah. great, and people loved it. And it was a fairly light dessert uh, yes. compared to fruitcake. Uh, and uh, I think you can get quite creative with things like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. If you're going to get into a pancake thing, then you can cook one side of the pancake until it's wet, waxy and bubbling, and it's obviously cooked on one side. And then you put sage leaves over the over the uncooked side and then flip it. So then the sage leaves are now cooking on the other side and at the same time as the other side of the pancake. And what you do, you spread horseradish cream sauce over mm. the top of the uh, of the crepe and then roll that out. And that sage with the pancake and the horseradish together. That's it. That's a really that wonderful. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. really does. Yeah. You'll have to yeah. do that at the World Food Championships next year, Leanne. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Graham, last question here, my friend. Yes. Oh, well, there's two parts. One is what would you like <laughs> for Christmas? Well, 
<laughs> I, I, do you know, I'm an, uh, okay, let's be real. Um, I am walking through a relationship at the present moment that I think is going to be my marriage in the very early part of the new year. And um, I am receiving love at a level that I have never received in my life. And the only thing I can hope and pray for is that that continues to build. I'm not sure that I know how to contain it because honestly, I'm embarrassed by it. Uh, um, I'm embarrassed about what it makes me feel like. Um, and and that, that, so I can't think of anything in the world but just to have the same same level of love that I'm experiencing now. I hate to tell you this, Graham, but you are in love. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, and I know I am, and I really don't know how to handle it, honestly. Yeah, just let it yep. flow. Just let it go. You'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. but we, you know, when you've lived nearly ninety years and are realizing that you actually missed it to this level, um, that's. That's, I'm not being disappointed by my past, my part. I'm so grateful to everything, especially Trina. But this woman is so, just something else. I'm sorry. Okay, let's that's get off not, the subject. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You know, um, I guess that I look at something like that. And uh, Leanne, you can certainly throw your two cents in here, but I look at something like that and say uh, there's a lot of people that never in their lives get to experience that type of joy and love and that. And so whether it's for 10 days or 10 years or whatever it is, um, you're blessed and to enjoy it. And like I said, you, you just roll with it. Leanne, I'll let you close this out. Well, I don't want to close it out by saying what I want for Christmas, but I'll take what Graham has. (laughs) 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 I'll take one or two of those. (laughs) Uh, No, I I just, um, I'm just grateful. Um, It's just, every Christmas seems to get better and better. And just like with the love you're experiencing, to be able to realize that there is another level and that you didn't even know it was there. I feel like every Christmas and, you know, every relationship, um, it, it it just, it's a new experience and just embrace it. And that's what I try to do every day. Yes. Very good. Uh, last word for Graham, what would your message to the world be for Christmas? This is going to be amusing. Um, Leanne, in order to answer this, I'm going to have to ask you to move your head either to the left or to the right. I'll go this way. Hi. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hi. Can you see You've me now? Here, I'll move my computer. Blank- you- there. You've been completely blanked out through this entire program. Oh. Are you wearing sparkly stuff in your hair? Uh, no, I think that's just uh, my natural blonde. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. There's two. There's a little sparkle. 
Oh, uh, it, you know I, what? I It's from probably the Christmas tree that I have in my background, or it's from my headphones. You've got two little oh, silver headphones. Yeah, it, silver dots on it, your headphones. I It's headphones, and headphones. I had no idea that yeah. that's what they were, but I thought yeah. you're wearing sparkles in your hair, <laughs> and, it looked, and it looks lovely. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I, now I get to see you. It's good. And, and putting up with him all the time was just, <laughs> you know, it was just a little lower than that. Thank you. Thank okay. you for being with us. Of course. All right. Cool. God bless. All right. Bye. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Graham, we thank you um, so much for taking the time to be with us here on Barbecue Nation. And uh, I do so look forward to your our visits all the time. Um, thank you. I do. I do. And Leanne, uh, I'm I'm very blessed to have you as my co-pilot on this. So oh, I want to thank, you for, thank mm-hmm. you for that. Um, right. We've got more shows coming up prior to Christmas. This one, like I said, is going to air when it airs about 10, 12 days before Christmas. But we hope you all have a marvelous uh, Christmas and blessed one. And uh, remember our motto here, turn it, don't burn it. Don't burn the Christmas tree. That's not in the the menu. Okay. So for Graham and Leanne, we want to thank you for listening. Take care. Have a great week, everybody.